You're listening to Tell Them How It Is with Caitlin Fashe. Hello, podcast fam. Welcome back to another episode of the Tell Them How It Is podcast. Happy Tuesday. I hope you had a great Monday. And I hope you're ready for some entertainment today. Um, Some quick life updates if you want to know. What's going on in my world? I'm booked and blessed. Not booked as in um, like on TV booked, but I have had two weeks of nonstop festivities. When I tell you that I have reached out to everyone and their moms that I know and want to hang out with. I mean, I'm going through this phase right now where I just want to be social. I think like covid caitlin she's over it like she's ready to hang out with her friends go to dinners have drinks you know party i'm in a party era of my life right now like literally every single day of last week i had something and now this is the week of thanksgiving and i have some something or multiple things every single day until the sunday of thanksgiving that sunday you can count on me not leaving my bed probably like literally being stuck in bed all day watching tv so i'm not complaining though i'm like happy about what's happening in my life right now i feel like i haven't seen a lot of the friends that i have been hanging out with recently and they're all like really my best friends honestly so i feel like when you have a boyfriend you kind of just get wrapped up and always hanging out with your boyfriend and his friends live closer than my friends do so we hang out with his friends a lot but it's just been nice that's all i'm gonna say so if you're listening out there and you miss your friends reach out to them i know they say it's a two-way street but someone's got to initiate sometimes because everyone's feeling like you are and you're not alone in feeling like that and it takes that one person to just be like hey let's hang out i miss you Let's go have lunch. Let's go have a drink tonight. Whatever it may be. That's your sign. If you're missing your girlfriends or whoever you hang out with, reach out to them. So on that same note, I met up with a girlfriend from college this last week on Thursday. And we haven't seen each other for almost three and a half years since we graduated college. But we took all the same classes together. And I always thought she was super cool. And we finally got a time together to hang out. And she's kind of in the same world and industry that I am. So we were just catching up. And then we started talking about relationships. And it kind of sparked the conversation. I'm not going to get into details of what she was talking about. But the conversation of what do you do if you have a best friend and you hate their significant other or you think that there's red flags that their significant other is giving that your friend not, might not be seeing or like, I don't know, the boyfriend of your friend is very clingy and it, that's a red flag. So we're going to talk about red flags today and how to deal with situations where your friend or best friend is dating someone just not it. Last week, we talked all about the lovey-dovey part of love, but there's also the toxic part of love you guys and I think that needs to be discussed maybe even more than the lovey-dovey part of love and my love story because man do I have a lot to say on this topic now if you're my friend in real life like my homie true my bestest of best friends okay then you probably have heard me say something about your boyfriend 
and he's probably no longer your boyfriend anymore. That's not all my friends. There's just a couple of friends, okay, out there listening. (laughs) I'm not going to say your names. I'm not trying to expose you. But I am always the friend to speak up if I think one of my best friend's significant others is shady or not it. And And I have to say this disclaimer, if you're listening and you're like, I want to do that, you always have to know that there's the risk of losing that friendship, probably not forever because they're probably going to end up breaking up, but definitely for some time. Now, that is because when someone is in a toxic, now I'm not a dating, I'm not a therapist, but this is just from personal life experience. I just want to say that now the reason why you might not be friends with your friend anymore after you go to him or her and say hey dude hey girlfriend whatever um I don't think that dear John is the right guy for you and I don't think he's treating you right and I think you deserve so much better now number one she might be thinking exactly what you're saying but she's too scared to not be in a relationship anymore so she's going to push you away and make you the bad guy and say how dare you say that about dear John I love him so much he's my person like I don't know I'm really mad at you I don't think we can talk anymore and then that's all you can do I don't think that you need to address it anymore I think there's a one and done situation now your friend's mad at you and she's probably not going to hang out with you as much but at least now she knows the person who cares about her so much maybe more than he does is telling her that hey there's something up right so in the back of her head then she's gonna be like okay Caitlin Caitlin saw what I saw maybe I really do need to think about this and you know break up with them and 90% of the time they're gonna break up and you're gonna get your friend back but hey say they stay together forever and the guy that and dear John is a master manipulator then you lose that friend and that sucks but at least you tried to help her have the best life possible right because a relationship is all consuming and that's a big part of your life if you want to admit it or not like you're doing everything with that person and even if you're not with that person they're affecting your mood and how you are especially if they're overbearing and constantly texting you and calling you and saying hey where are you what are you doing blah 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 blah, blah. right so if you're the friend out there and you're kind of relating to this and you're like yeah I have a friend my best friend Samantha her boyfriend sucks but I don't know what to do and I don't know how to approach the situation this is what you do you go to dinner or whatever you and Samantha normally do your normal shindig all right you act like everything's normal then you start talking about relationships you bring it on you first and you're like oh you remember that stupid boy I dated George um yeah that was so stupid of me. I should have listened to you and what you told me about him, you know, and broke up with him sooner or whatever it may be. Maybe you don't have that situation or whatever. Kind of bring it on you first and then say, oh, yeah, also, I've been thinking about you and dear John. And I just think that, you know, I feel like someone else could make you happier and could treat you better. I just I've seen some things that I don't think are the best in the best in him and it's not bringing out the best in you and I just want you to have a happy fulfilled life and then that conversation can go one of two ways she's gonna flip you off get up and leave 
or she's going to be like, you're right. I've just been needing someone to tell me this. Thank you so much. And here is one more scenario for you guys. Say your best friend has been your best friend for many years. You've seen her in a lot of relationships and you have spoken up before about her other past relationships. And now she's in another shitty relationship. And you're stuck between a rock and a hard place of do I approach her about this guy again or do I keep my mouth shut because I just, you know, recently or whatever had to tell her that her last boyfriend sucked too. Now, I understand because that would be a horrible position to be in. But, you know, maybe she took it good the first time and she broke up with the boyfriend. Let's say that. And now she's with this guy and he's just red flag after red flag. Maybe he doesn't have a job. Maybe he's really clingy. Maybe he, um, I don't know, tracks her on her phone and she doesn't know. Like, just weird, not cool stuff. And you know all of this about him, right? And you recently also told her about another boyfriend she had that he sucked. It is your responsibility. <laughs> I'm saying this with my chest, people. Your responsibility to say something yet again. Now, the chances of your friend being fucking pissed at you are even higher because <laughs> she is picking horrible guys and you're not afraid to call them out. But in the long run, you are saving her. She is going to call an out an SOS if you don't help her. If you you know what I'm saying, she's going to be like, I wish someone would have saw, told me all the things and blah, 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 blah. So in any circumstance, if you have a friend, a best friend, someone that you're really close to and feel like you have the jurisdiction to say something about who they're dating, then you should say it. There should be no holding back. You should be telling them how it is, you guys. But seriously, like, that's their life. That's their future. And you don't want someone you deeply care about to be stuck with a horrible person in the long run. So kind of on a similar note, Thanksgiving is just a few days away. And I know that a lot of people have, like, holiday anxiety when it comes to getting together with their toxic family. I think toxicity is the theme of today's episode. So if you're feeling a little anxious about going to your family's Thanksgiving dinner, Thanksgiving day, or even flying home to be with your family for a few days, let's talk about it. Let's talk about how, you know, we can figure out those emotions and not let it affect us so much. Now I have to say, thank God that I have the best family ever. I literally still live with my family and I've never personally been in this situation. But I know a lot of my friends from college and even friends of friends, they don't love being with their family and they're just more independent. And they're, when they go home, they get, th their sh they get questioned up and down for hours about who knows what, your career, your boyfriend, why don't you have a boyfriend, when you're getting married, when you're having a baby, all of it can just be a lot and overwhelming when they don't know exactly what's happening in your life day to day. So I think my biggest tip, my biggest hot tip for Thanksgiving, how to walk into a Thanksgiving dinner with people that you may not want to see is talk to the people you do want to see. You know, if your sister's there, Focus on your sister. Focus on the positive in the day instead of focusing on the negative. If you look at your cup half full instead of half empty, 
that is going to change your perspective. And I've, I've actually had to change my perspective lately regarding all my stupid stomach problems. I'm like, oh, this is never going to go away. My mom's like, it is going to go away. But you're looking at the glass half empty instead of half full. And that's how I think that's great advice because, I mean, we've heard that our whole lives, right? But when you actually think about it and put it into place in your life, it literally changes your perspective. I'm like, hey, yeah, guess what? I am feeling better today. Let me look at that in, the, in a positive light. So you're going to Thanksgiving dinner. Maybe you don't have a sibling you're looking forward to or a cousin or a dog, whatever it may be. Maybe it's just you and your parents and you're not looking forward to that situation. But you're bringing a bomb ass dessert. You're making a homemade pumpkin pie. Guess what? Focus all your attention on that pumpkin pie and spend time making that pumpkin pie and and enjoy that experience and then when you go to your family's house yeah maybe it might not be the most pleasant but then you have the whole day to look forward to getting to eat that pumpkin pie that you were so excited about and guess what that's a win in my book (laughs) get a good pumpkin pie a positive in every day is a win right and if it has to be the pumpkin pie that's your win then hey eat that pumpkin pie girl make that pumpkin pie and freaking enjoy it honey and don't let anyone change your mood or make you feel negative i i know there's a lot of emotions towards families and i'm sure there's a lot of hurt and things that go into these big holidays for some people but all i can the only advice that i think if you actually channel and think about is Pick out that one thing you're going to focus on, that one family member, and then think about how excited you are for that one thing and look at the situation in a positive instead of a negative perspective, not, ugh, I have to go to this stupid Thanksgiving dinner with my family that I don't even like. Instead, say, ugh, yay, I get to go enjoy my cousin, uh, my cousin, uh, I can't think of, Allie. I get to go and have the best day ever with Allie and we're going to sit and we're going to gossip about the guy I hooked up with last night and we're going to talk about whatever you guys like to talk about. Okay, so positive perspective instead of negative perspective. Let me know if that helps you guys going into the holidays for all those listening who are like, uh, you're now thinking uh, in a negative way, but you're going to be thinking, yay, <laughs> I get that pie or I get to see that cousin or I have my sister there, whatever, or even dog. Hey, if it's a dog, more kudos to you. On the same note of Thanksgiving, <laughs> it wouldn't be a, a tell them how it is, Caitlin Fashe podcast without talking about the fashion, you guys, of Thanksgiving. Let's talk about what I'm wearing for Thanksgiving. I feel like so much goes into, not so much, okay, don't get me wrong, but I do think about my outfits before every holiday, and I am that person that buys a new outfit for every occasion that I have, and that is the toxic trait of me. When I tell you that when I was working for that digital media company that I worked for, I went to Nordstrom's every single Sunday and bought a new outfit for the coming week just so I could feel my best and feel confident, I mean... It got to be a lot and I continue to do it every single week. So I am that person that is like "Mm, a Friendsgiving new outfit, Thanksgiving new outfit, going to um, my anniversary dinner, new outfit. It's for every big event like these dinners that I was talking about earlier, 
lunches or drinks that I'm going to with friends that are like casual, not new outfits, but I do like to spice it up. Maybe there's like a little hint of a new element, you know, maybe a new hairstyle or something, not anything that has monetary value really. But if it's an event, I mean, we are getting a new outfit, honey. We are getting new everything, not everything, but a lot of new things. I, I feel like it just helps me feel my best self. And if there's something out there that helps you feel confident in your best self, why wouldn't you do it, right? I mean, right. So let's talk about Thanksgiving. I feel like you could go one of two directions. You could go cool girl, not dressed for the occasion at all. Or you could go, I'm I'm still a cool girl. Okay, I fall in between of cool girl and traditional, okay? So there's the cool girl who doesn't really dress for Thanksgiving, might wear like a, a cool, you know, skirt, some fall vibes, but not like traditional Thanksgiving, if you know what I mean. So there's traditional Thanksgiving and there's cool girl. I'm in the middle because, yes, I... I, I'm the cool girl because, you know, I'm going to be wearing leather shorts, like, um, not tight leather shorts though. It's like, I don't know how to explain If you follow me on Instagram, you've definitely seen these leather shorts I'm talking about. They're like flowy leather shorts and they have like a big belt. So I'm going to be wearing those black leather shorts. And then this is where like the more traditional comes in. I'm going to be wearing a brown button-up bodysuit so the buttons in the front and has like collar and that is where my traditional comes in right because that's very I don't know it reminds me of something that a traditional Thanksgiving outfit would look like so I I'm like I said I'm in the middle of traditional and cool girl and that's my outfit you guys so brown like fall brown button-up with a collar and leather like I don't know what the word is like fun leather shorts bigger leather shorts not tight leather shorts and then it's going to be 80 degrees in California so that is going to be it for me I and if you are in a colder climate I would say put on some like cute polka dot tights if you're like pulling inspiration or even like if you don't have a brown button up with a collar like even a tight brown long sleeve turtleneck with some black pants or black shorts so cute what other outfit inspo? I feel like brown and black together, not many people do all the time, but I think it's perfect for Thanksgiving. It's very on brand, on trend. It's in the middle of traditional and cool girl. And that's where I fall this Thanksgiving. I'm probably going to wear my iconic little booties that I've had forever. They're brown and black. You're staying on the brown and black theme. So, Yeah. I think I think that's where I'm at with Thanksgiving attire. And now my mom, on the other, on the other hand, she'll fall in the same. It's actually not on the other hand because she falls in the same category as me for every holiday. Might I add? I think that's where I got my holiday style from. Shout out mom. She gave me the in the middle of traditional. There's always a little sparkle on th- on uh, New Year's, but then there's also the cool girl aspect. Maybe a leather pant or a hot pump. You know gotta switch it up keep everyone on their toes if you need holiday inspiration outfit inspiration for this thanksgiving switch it up guys make it fun some of these people haven't seen you in a while be like hey this is me i'm cool (laughs) 
Anyways, I hope you all have a wonderful Thanksgiving and you go into it with a positive perspective and a cute outfit and ready to gobble up that turkey. (laughs) But before I let you go, guys, we have to talk about some trending hot celebrity news of the week. At the top of my list, we have to talk about Taysha and Zach from The Bachelor franchise. Ah, that was the last season. I have to admit that I was very in tune with what was happening because I just loved Taysha. I love that she took over for Claire and she did it gracefully, elegantly, and was so well-spoken. Now, I will say I was very surprised when she picked Zach at the end of the whole thing. I just felt like Taysha's a young, hot, fun, flirty, you know, still getting her career going. Probably, you know, not ready. I mean, yes, I'm sure she's ready to be a wife, but I don't know if she's ready to be Zach's wife. That's how I should put it. I feel like Zach comes with a lot of maturity, a lot. He's been through shit. He's seen some shit. Do you know what I mean? And I just don't know if they necessarily felt like the great matchup to me. And now in the last couple days and today it was officially confirmed that they are over Dunzo. Tasha's rep said they are no longer in a relationship. She is no longer wearing her ring anymore. It's a whole thing, right? So I don't even know where to start with this. I feel like this is a sign of the times. And The Bachelor, I think, is just kind of mimicking, shadowing what us normal people are living day to day when we're dating and getting engaged or whatever it may be. I Now, I don't know why they got broken up or why it didn't work out, but I feel like people nowadays, let me think about how I want to say this. People nowadays will date anyone, right? Because they're lonely and we've been through weird times and it's just someone to spend time with. And I feel like the last couple of seasons of The Bachelor is really shadowing that because they all... You know, they're regular people like this come us coming from COVID. And do I think that Tasha may not have ended up with anyone, but she had to pick someone because she was on The Bachelor 100%. And I think that's happening in our everyday life now that like, hey, you meet someone on Hinge, maybe he has a, uh, he's cute, but he's not like 100% vibing with you, right? But you just go for it because that's the best thing that you have right now. And then you get engaged and then you're like, fuck, this is not what I want. And then you break up. I think that's what happened with Tasha and Zach. And when I want to say I was more surprised, but I wasn't. And then also I'm on TikTok all the time. And now I'm seeing all these videos come out about how Zach was yelling at Tasha when they just did the marathon in New York City and how it wasn't a great look. And everyone's like, hearsay saying that that's why they broke up and she was pissed that he was being so rude to her and blah 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 I'm sure there's a lot more problems behind closed doors but it's just so interesting I never really saw them lasting and when they have and since they have lasted so long and now they're breaking up it just surprised maybe it hasn't even been a year I think it has been exactly one year I don't know I just feel like the Bachelor franchise isn't going to be getting any better (laughs) because it's a sign of the times, a sign of the dating times. And now let's also talk about another relationship. 
the Kardashians, you guys, they're my trad and shrewd. I think that Kim and Pete's relationship is fake. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you heard it here first, but you're hearing it from me. Their relationship is not real, you guys. The Kardashians are doing damage control out of their hoo-hahs right now, trying to cover up the Travis Scott Astroworld tragedy that happened, honestly. It's a, it's a probably one of the worst things that's happened in concert history, and I don't even know how long, but it is horrible thing that happened. Kylie, I don't even know if she's been posting on social media. Like, they're all just trying to cover it up, take the attention away from Kylie and Travis. So now Pete and Kim are a, a thing, right? And then Kanye's coming out on a podcast at the same time saying him and Kim aren't even divorced. It's like, you guys should probably get your story straight if you want people to believe you. Because at this point, I don't think anyone is believing anything that you guys are saying besides knowing that you're just trying to cover up what happened at Astro World. okay you know it's so funny so these pictures of Pete and um, Kim holding hands have surfaced on the internet and then the video of when they were holding hands surfaced on the internet and they literally she gets out of the car she looks at him he's like laughing he's like haha this is so fucking stupid I bet that's what he's thinking he, she grabs his hand for, when I tell you, less than two, um, let's say, less than 15 seconds. Quickly grabs his hand and lets go and she looks so uncomfortable. Then they walk separately. Like they're not even together. I don't know. This just feels like a big, big, big Kris Jenner <laughs> stunt. They always say Chris Jenner, the devil works hard, but Chris Jenner works harder. And I think this is the perfect example of that. Kim Kardashian's one is one of the biggest celebrities in the world and her sister's Kylie. So why wouldn't you throw Kim into the fire for a bit to get the attention off Kylie? I mean, it is genius when you think about it, right? But it's like maybe Kylie, it's not really Kylie's fault. Honestly, maybe Travis should get his shit together and own up to what he did. And I mean, I know now he's getting sued like crazy, but like, I just can't believe that all happened. And yeah, it's insane. You guys truly insanity. Anyways, that is all she wrote for today. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I got a little, a little inspirational for you. I hope that you walk away from this episode, having some courage to tell your best friend that their partner sucks if they do and knowing the consequences of, Hey, you might not be friends for a second, but it always comes full circle. And if you're walking into Thanksgiving this week a little bit uncomfortable about the situation, maybe you're having anxious feelings about seeing your family, look at the cup half full, not empty, go in with a positive perspective and focus on the one thing that you're excited about. And it may be that pumpkin pie, honey. <laughs> and lastly, I hope you got a stunning thanksgiving outfit i think that's last and most important not most important but maybe maybe to you anyways i love you guys so much thank you so much for listening if you enjoyed this episode make sure to leave me a comment like let's chat how about that and give this podcast five stars share with a friend share to your instagram story give it some love we need some love over here on the tell them how it is podcast anyways i hope you guys have a lovely thanksgiving a happy holidays it's the beginning of the holiday season and i will catch you guys next tuesday for a new episode
Goodbye, honeys.